Everyone, hello, hello, hello. It's Monday. And on Monday, the way I look at it, I have this verbal machete and there's shrubs and there's bushes that I have to get through before I get on the path for the episode. It's a longer episode. We'll call it a path. And so to do so with with that machete, I'm just going to cover my bases. I'm going to relinquish those shrubs. I'm going to vacate them from the premises. And I do that by saying this. Everyone, look, I... I don't know when you listen. I'm, I'm not sure if it's good morning, if it's good afternoon, if, it, if it's good evening. And to be honest with you, I don't actually know where you are when you listen. I, I don't know if you're going to work, if you're coming back. And if you're lounging around the house, I love that energy. For the record, every time I say lounging around the house, I picture you on a sofa. It gives me this the sofa gives me 1970s vibes, but the light coming in through the window, tall windows, 1980s energy, something out of like a Ferris Bueller movie. But for some reason, we're not in Chicago. We're in the Hamptons. I don't, I know the Hamptons, I think they're in New York. That's all I know. But that's what I picture every single time. So if you're lounging around the house, fantastic. I've said this the past five Monday morning commutes. I'm going to continue doing it. If you worked out to this podcast, weightlifting, cardio, whatever it is, if you work out to this podcast, I love it. I support it. Why? I'm, I'm just curious, to be honest with you. I, I like that. I love that concept. Why? And I, I, I always, I want you all to know, let me know. I, I'm, I really am curious. And for the first time, someone actually reached out to me. For the first time, the first person to ever let me know that they work out to this podcast, Sam, thank you. Sam is number one. He's the first person to do that. So if you actually have been working out to this podcast, but for some reason didn't reach out to me, I don't know what to say. You're number two now, or even less. So that number one spot, it's taken. But my DMs always open. Know that. Everyone, it's Monday. You're hearing my voice. That can mean actually one of many things, but I think most notably, everyone, this is the Monday morning commute, the 48th installment. My name is John. Everyone, here's my thing. So on Friday, the Portland Trailblazers, they they played the Denver Nuggets in a truly epic contest. I'm going to address the game in a little bit, but first, epic contest. There's a reason I use those two words specifically and in that order. And it goes back to the year 2000. One of my first ever friends when I moved to San Diego, California, we we were very good friends. And I think we were very good friends for about 18 months. And it's crazy because back then that 18 months, it felt like a, not a lifetime, but it felt like a very long time, I think in relation to the fact that I'd only been on this planet for five years. It felt like a very long time. But you know, you go to different schools and cell phones, they weren't a thing instant messenger. I I didn't have access to it. Facebook wasn't a thing. Hard to keep in touch. You really got to rely on the parents. And I I don't think any really hard feelings. We just kind of, you know, went different ways and see each other occasionally. And it's kind of awkward because we knew that we used to hang out a lot. And we were just so, it was interesting because we were so young. It's it's one thing if you hung out in middle school and then maybe had a falling out. It, It is awkward if you see each other in public. But we used to hang out when we were four and five years old. And so we'd see each other when we we're like 14. And it's, it's awkward, but it's a different level of awkward. 
it's not more uncomfortable. It's it's kind of like when you it's kind of like when you meet your cousins at a family reunion and you only see your cousins every four to five years. But instead of having a couple of days to maybe get to know your cousins again and kind of rekindle old memories, you just run into that friend at like a Panda Express and it's a 13 second around. It's just not, it's not fun. Um, but Facebook did eventually come around and we connected on Facebook and I, he played football and I don't think I was connected to his father on Facebook, but I think his father had a very public profile. So whenever his father would tag his son, my former friend in a photo or status, I would see it. I have vague memories of his father, a few interactions but his father, about five years ago, posted a photo of my former friend playing football. It was two teams lined up pre-snap. I never looked at his father as a literary giant. One with words. I didn't know. I didn't see it because his son was quiet. I didn't know his father. Poetic. I, I might go that far. But he took a photo of his son playing football, and it was a very big caption. But the caption, it started out like this. I think I'm quoting. In a truly epic contest, the rest goes blurry. I have never read or heard of a parent refer to their child's game as an epic contest. I don't even know if I've heard contest, an epic contest. I, I never. I've seen a lot of photos of you know, adult friends and their children playing sports. I've seen that. But I've, I have never seen soccer mom, soccer dad, soccer aunt, soccer grandparents post a photo of their child chasing a ball and saying, in a truly epic contest, they they tied 0-0 or something like that, right? No, I've never seen that. And it blows my mind. And to this day, I can remember the photo. Again, the rest of the caption's blurry, but in a truly epic contest. I love that wording. That's brilliant. An epic contest. So I'm applying it here because the Nuggets and the Blazers, excuse me, the Blazers and the Nuggets, it was a truly epic contest. Four overtimes. The Blazers ended up winning. And it's crazy. It was so back and forth, but I knew the entire time. I knew what the result was going to be. It was obvious. The Blazers were going to win. And I learned that about two hours before tip-off. I was walking into this luxury hotel, and it's the hotel that a lot of sports teams that they're playing, the Blazers or the Timbers, they'll stay at. And I think right as I was entering, the Nuggets team bus actually took off to the arena. Only reason I think it was their team bus, it was a very nice bus, and there was a lot of people in Nuggets gear with stuff to be signed waiting out front. I peel into this hotel. I don't. I just kind of wanted to work on some stuff. I had really no motive, and it's a nice space in the lobby. So I get in the elevator. I go up to the lobby. And for reasons I'm not going to say beyond me, I, I just went up to the bar and I got myself a Coors Light. I got myself an ice cold, some sort of frosted Coors Light. As I was doing that, there was one man, he probably stood, pro- yeah, I'm thinking six foot five, fully tattooed up. Um, he had a Nuggets logo on his chest and I'm walking past him. He's, the waiter's literally taking his order, and I heard this. The waiter said, how do you want your steak cooked? And the man said, well done. First thing I'm thinking, personally, okay, you go out to eat and you order your steak, well done. Amateur move. Rookie mistake. 
I didn't really put it behind me. I went and I sat down and they had Bossa Nova playing from the speaker right by my chair. And it was a high backed end chair. So I was leaning back, a little nice little lumbar support, some sort of a pillow elongated. And I was doing my thing and I put away with the cores, but I was kind of taking myself in. There was this um, work event, this conference, a lot of people walking about. And basically, I kind of put the laptop away, and I think I got the bill. And as I got the bill, it was around 6.55. And the man that ordered the steak, well done, he walked past me, but he was with another person, also tattooed. But this man might have stood, oh gosh, I'm thinking 6'8", very tall. And they walked past me. And the man standing 6'8", also had nugget, excuse me, also had a nugget shirt on. And on the back of it said Jokic. And I was looking at his friend, probably brother, standing six foot eight, walking past me with a Jokic shirt. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, wait a minute. They look a lot like Jokic. Could it be? No. Everyone, I took out the MacBook and I typed in, does Jokic, does he have brothers? First thing I get is an interview, courtside Nuggets game with the very two people that I just saw walk past me. And I'm, hold on, let's establish a few, I'm not fanboying, but when they walked past me and I confirmed, okay, those are Jokish brothers, I knew it was a wrap. The Blazers were going to win. I didn't have to watch the game. I followed on Twitter, but I didn't have to watch the game. So you're telling me that Jokic's brother orders a steak well done. Oh, I just don't know. I think Jokic, if that's a family thing and Jokic, the star player on the Nuggets, eats well-done steak. At a, okay, it's one thing, I think, if you're at the house and you're cooking it well-done, you want to get all, make sure it's no pink in there, reduce foodborne illness. I get that. But if you're out and about at a very nice restaurant and you get a steak not well-done, I think it's if, if it's anything more than medium well, I'm going to start asking questions. And right then and there, I had a bit of a hint. Okay, if that's the bloodline, I feel confident. Blazers are going to wrap this up. It was easy. And they did. So... That was my math. Does it add up? Probably not. But at the same time, was I wrong? No. It was a great game, though. It was a great... Everyone, I thought the Blazers coming together, unity, tough outing, but they pulled through. They pulled through. McCollum was fantastic. Lillard, tremendous leader. Aminu, Cantor, doing what they can. The bench, Rodney Hood. I don't think I have to say anything more about that. There was... This hypothesis that I had had, though, for a while, and I was watching this game, specifically the highlights, I was seeing photos uploaded after, and I was reading the Twitter feed, and I had this hypothesis that Mo Harkless is one of the best-looking guys in the NBA. I think, without a doubt. First-team all-handsome. I'll say it. Mo Harkless, very good-looking guy. Go on Google. Tell me I'm wrong. I was... Obviously, kind of having this somewhat in my mind, I was at a coffee shop on Saturday morning, and I was charging my bows over your headphones for the first hour, and I was basically, I was in my zone, I'm going to be honest with you, everyone, I was in my zone, had a man next to me, long gray hair, low ponytail, and he was operating on this computer, and the computer itself, oh, may have been from 1999. It was a very thick computer, it had the little red small circle mouse pad in the middle, if he closed it. The machine in terms of thickness. Have you seen the book It by Stephen King? We're looking about that thick. Interesting vibe. And it was a Saturday morning, bustling. I'm going to say the coffee shop was. 
And I was grooving for the first hour. I was doing my thing. But then the Bose over your headphones, they are fully charged. So naturally, I turn them on. I connect them to my computer. I put those Bose over your headphones on. They're noise canceling. Everyone, I play YG, Go Loco, Stop Snitching. I made a playlist specifically for YG. So all that productivity I experienced in the first hour, out the window. Not a thing anymore. And I wasn't frustrated. I was grooving. You get on Twitter. You get into a wormhole. But I was actually brought out of that wormhole by my friend Max. He called me, cut me. I think it was in the middle of Tiger's verse. We spoke for about 15 minutes. And keep in mind, for the entire 15-minute period that we were on the phone, I was wearing my Bose over-ear headphones. They're noise-canceling. First 10 minutes, we were catching up. General stuff. Just how's everything, how's work, how's life, what's new, latest and greatest. The last five minutes, we talked about the epic contest that occurred the night prior. Everything. The score sheet. General stats. The nitty-gritty. McCollum. Lillard. The energy in the motor center. Now, three and a half minutes into that discussion, we talked about Mo Harkless. I, I, I said, Max, I said this. Everyone, I just I want to establish one more time. I'm wearing my Bose over-ear headphones. They are noise-canceling. I told Max, I said this. I said, Max, look. Mo Harkless is very good looking. Great skin, great physique, great muscle definition. We need him in a Tommy Hilfiger. We, we need him on a Calvin Klein billboard. I thought I said it like that. Just talking normally with a friend. It's not 30 seconds after I said that. A barista, one who I've engaged, I've talked to them a lot, engaged behind the espresso machine. The barista leaves his station. There's three people in line. Leaves his station. Comes up to the table that I'm occupying. Knocks on the table, making contact. Almost gyrating my computer, getting my attention. Tells me to remove my bows over your headphones. I do. And he says to me, Please keep it down. Blood rushing to my face. Cheeks rosy red. It's getting a little warm in there. Everyone, I thought I was just talking with my friend Max. But apparently, once the conversation centered around Mo Harkless, I, I didn't calmly tell him that I thought Mo was absolutely fantastic and I thought he was great looking and I thought he had a great smile. I didn't say all that. I said it like this. Max, um, look, here's my thing. Mo Harkless, he's very good looking. Great skin, honestly, crystal clear. His physique, fantastic. Muscle definition, it's there. We need him on a Tommy Hilfiger ad. No, we need him. Calvin Klein, Billboard, that's it. Mo Harkless, that's what we need. My voice, I was basically yelling in a coffee shop what I thought about Mo Harkless. To the point where an employee of that coffee shop exited station, approached me, addressed me, walked back to station. The coffee shop was full. A lot of people were talking. A lot of people were eating. But my voice still rose above the rest. Now, it'd be easy for me to sit here and say I was embarrassed and I was ashamed and I, I got up and left. I didn't. In the moment, embarrassed, and I actually, Max and I had the call ended shortly. But then I was thinking to myself, 
one, I was thinking, this is the funniest thing in the world. I want to talk about this for the Monday morning commute. But two, we're not asking the right questions. Everyone, did they tell me to be quiet because uh, the sheer octave that I reached in terms of how I was projecting my thoughts and feelings? Or, or did they tell me to be quiet because of my thoughts on Mo Harkless? Honestly, I hope I was screaming. Everyone, I'm looking at the clock. It is about that time. So look, if we were going to work, if we're coming back, ideally we've gotten to our destination. If you are lounging in the Hamptons, that sounds amazing. And if you were working after this podcast, I hope you got an absolutely sick pump. I hope the cardio, I hope we're dripping sweat. Sam, I hope you had a good workout. And if anyone else is working out to the podcast, let me know. The, the DMs are always open. They, they genuinely always are. Everyone, this was the Monday Morning Commute, the 48th installment. My name is John. This all was my thing. Thank you for rock with me. Until next time.